Hey, everyone. Before we get on with the show, I just wanted to encourage all of you to get your COVID-19 vaccine if you have not already gotten it. COVID-19 vaccines are starting to become available to the general public. Getting vaccinated is the first step to getting back to all the things we miss the most. I just got my second vaccination of my Pfizer shot, and I am beyond excited to go give my mom a big hug. She can't travel. She is battling cancer, so it's just not something I was able to do, and now I can go see my mom, and I am beyond excited to do so. So it's not just visiting your friends and your loved ones. It's supporting the hospitality industry, going to movies, all the things that we love so much, sporting events. All of these things can only happen if we all get vaccinated. And it's not just America. We should support this on a global initiative. It's okay to have questions like, should I get it? Is it safe? Should I wait? You can get the facts at getvaccineanswers.org. That's getvaccineanswers.org, one word, so you can make an informed decision. Please, please, please get your vaccines now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. You guys just heard Isaac stitching together some of Hugo's potential introductions. I think we're going to try to monitor his uh, English speaking improvement over over the next few months but um i just need hugo blabbering anything and it would be <laughs> higher rated than anything else we could possibly work on <laughs> and that's just a that's just the sad reality is Girl. that he should be the host of the dave chang show and i'm all i'm here for it and i and i'm pretty sure all the listeners will be like thinking to us, yeah I, I think that would be a better podcast <laughs> You keep looking off to uh to the side here just to get him to come, but he's not coming. He, he goes, Hugo knows to keep the audience wanting for more. Right. He knows what's up. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on with the show. Um I saw Chris in LA. I've seen him a lot ever since um the world, or at least we have gotten vaccinated. I've we've been getting this Hulu show that has been on and off, on and off for over a year now, we're, we're in the home stretch. I'll just say, 
Chris and I hit golf balls. This is the second time I've hit golf balls in 23 years or third time. And I may or may not have my competitive juices flowing again. That's a whole nother conversation. All I will ask is, Chris, you saw me hit golf balls? I saw this dude hit some golf balls and I'm not a golfer, but the balls were traveling a long distance. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are are they supposed to go that far? I mean, Dave, I'm not trying to like blow smoke, man, but like there are a lot of people, not a lot of people, the driving range still had a, a good number of people hitting golf balls. And I was like, what is Dave hitting? What the fuck is going on here? Man, you can still drive that ball, dude. Well, I don't know. I don't know why, but the, the the golf bug may be planted again. And I, I'll just say my dream would be hilarious if I became a competitive golfer all over again. <laughs> you know, with a thirty-five year gap in between. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there I'm not that. even doing. Yeah, I'm not even pursuing it because I enjoy it. I'm pursuing it because of the the punchline in it. It's just to, just for this story there because like just the other day I saw there was like a major league baseball player who'd been called up for the first time from the minors in like 12 years or something. Dave, if you could somehow get back into competitive golf and bookend your golf career as Virginia state champion age eight and nine, <laughs> like senior tour champion, that would be the greatest golf career. I think that would be the greatest golf career of all time. If those were your two bookends. I don't know if it'd be the greatest. It'd be the not the greatest. That's clearly Ben Hogan, Tiger no. Woods, Jack Nicholas. Greatest Arnold from an Palmer. entertainment value. Yeah, greatest joke in golf. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there's, a, there's a, a long way. I have yet to play. I don't even know if I can putt or chip. But it was a really encouraging sign that um, the one time I played golf in 20, since not 20, 2000. Yeah. Oh, my God. It really is like 23 years. One time I played, Buddy Christensen at Galtum hooked me up with a set of clubs. So I have a relatively new set. They're two years old. And I was in. I played once with my friend who had been bugging me for years. And I finally said, fine, I'll play. And I haven't touched him since. And um, I brushed him off. And Chris saw me hit some balls. It's a little weird because it's the second day in a row. And I could see myself doing it again and again and again. And I do not think it's a good sign for anybody to be good at golf unless you're like, that's all you do. Because especially if you're a chef and a chef that's like a scratch <laughs> golfer, I think it's a bad look. Um, yeah. You shouldn't have that much time to be good at golf. No, 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 no. And and truth be told, we did it at like eight, eight o'clock last night after everything. And we put Hugo down. But I don't know. After no. a full day of work. We're just joking. But maybe I'm not joking. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you, was it kind of like riding a bike? Like, could you get into driving form pretty easily? Did you remember it? Did your body remember it? Um, yeah, my follow through is not where it needs to be. Like, like, like mm -hmm. the, literally the end of my swing, mainly because I have some back issues, but, um, I feel like the two nights ago I went with grace and grace took a video of my swing and, um, I was like, Wow, that looks really good. <laughs> I mean, like the backswing looked really good. The downswing looked really good. Impact looked really good. And I think at the age near almost 44 without ever really swinging a golf club, the rotation on my follow through, not very good at all. And it looks mm. like I, I, I look like I haven't swung a club. I'm not as limber and nimble. And it looks like my back can't turn. 
that direction anymore. <laughs> so that's what happened. And um, we're in, uh, and I'm not going to pronounce this right, even though I, I think I'm right. Alhambra, Alhambra. Alhambra. I'm going to put the A in there. Alhambra. <laughs> okay. I pop pizzazz. Give us five stars on our iPod, iPod page, page, especially if you're from Alhambra. <laughs> it's the platonic ideal of an audience member. Yeah, the platonic, the platonic ideal, ideal of an audience. Poseidon's nectar. Let's throw out all the um, terms. We're in St. Gabriel Valley. The Listen, LA is the best eating city in, in America. I will stand by that. And it's true. If you really take all of, metrop- all of metropolitan LA, we can talk about that another day, but Anybody that wants to come at me on that, like, please, like, I'm saying this objectively, not because I want to. Um, SGV is underrepresented across the board uh, in terms of its excellence. And we're in Alhambra, which has some powerhouse Chinese institutions of food. And the last time we were there together, we ate at some Sichuan restaurant. What was the name, Chris? I can't remember. or something like that. Let me see what it is. I can't remember other than it was very spicy coming in and coming out. And that was the last meal I had indoors in Los Angeles. Over a year with ago. With Chris. Over a year ago. And we got finished hitting balls around like 9.30. Chris had to take a flight back to San Francisco, Oakland today. And I was like, let's try to get something to eat. There are a few places that we wanted to go to that were just closed. We then wound up going to Savoy. I've been sort of saving this for a while. I know Chris is a big fan of Hyannis chicken. And I was like, okay, at least we're going to go here. We can buy the food and and like eat it on the go or whatever. But they were closed. And there's a lot of things on that menu I didn't know. They have Chinese pizza. Mm-hmm. They have Pastas. smoked duck pizza. Think yep. a fucking, I'm sorry, Hugo. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a pizza oven in there. Yeah. We almost made it, but just it seemed like it was we're wandering around Alhambra, door after door was just like closing as we approached. We were just which like, is again the crappy part of living out here is that people go to bed at like nine o'clock. I do now. And in New York, people are just going out to dinner at nine, nine thirty. Yeah. So LA, get your crap together, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we found a place finally that was gonna be open called Mr. Fish. I'm just sort of Going through this story, long story cut short, it was a little bit like a Seinfeld episode. We're online looking at the restaurant, and in front of us, the restaurant doesn't exist, literally. It says Bay Cafe on West Main Street, which has got just a lot of action going on, one of the best eating streets in Los Angeles. And we're like, damn it, just the world doesn't want us to have some spicy Sichuan food. And we kept on wandering around, and Chris is being like, let's call it a night. We, there's... <laughs> We still pursue. I, I had hope, but inevitably we had to call it quits because I was just like, whatever. I'll just eat something at home. And I knew, I knew that Chris was going to defile himself somehow, some way with food by himself. He wasn't going to do it in front of me. And I think he wanted to sort of call it a night so he could do it by mm. himself, not in front of me because mm. oh he wanted God. to hide. He wanted oh to hide his gluttony. He wanted to hide something else. And before this podcast started, he told me something else. He also hid urinating. Not just eating. What what happened when we left, Chris Ying? Okay. We left each other okay. just around okay. like 945. We parked about 100 feet from each other. I got in my car. I said, I'll see you later. 
I'll I'll talk to you tomorrow for this podcast. You said, see you later. I cursed out loud because I couldn't believe how many restaurants rejected us. Yep. Uh, Yes. You have. (sighs) This sucks, man. You fucking Sherlocked me once again. You like, <laughs> just 100%. I was like, we're wandering around the streets of Alhambra trying to find a restaurant that's open. And I kept on being like, oh, Dave, you know, maybe we should cut our losses here. You know, the pot committed fallacy. We should, we should probably just call it a night. Let's just, let's call it a night. Let's call it a night. Let's call it a night. And Dave kept on being like, you can call it a night. I'm going to forge ahead. I see a light ahead. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to march toward that light and try to find a restaurant. Finally, I convinced him to part ways, give up the ghost on trying to find a restaurant we could eat together. Because frankly, I had other things in mind. One, I wanted like, to just get- laying out your eating plan like your Ted Bundy, like a <laughs> like a killer sociopath. Listen, I love food. eating with Dave. I listen, I love I genuinely having dinner with my friend. Like he had feels- other other plans in mind. Like he had a he forgot his plastic tarp. You know, and, and 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 the shovel, like a like a real serial killer. That's the mindset this guy has when it comes to eating. Uh, like, uh, by Home himself. Depot's closing soon. Yeah. Home Depot's closing. I'm not going to get the drywall. I uh, I had two things in mind. One, I mean, I do love eating with you, Dave. It, it genuinely brings me a great deal of pleasure. But you know what else brings me pleasure? Perching a fucking plate of dumplings on my belly while I'm laying on the couch in my hotel room by myself in an air conditioned room. And just that's the last thing them. you said to me. You said, I'm probably just going to pick up some dumplings and eat it by myself in the hotel. I'm like, that was weird. <laughs> that was weirdly specific I mean, for you. Yeah, weird, very specific, specific note for you to leave on. Wrapped, wrapped in plastic wrap. Because I, I because people <laughs> live with me at home and I can't be my true self when other people are around. And. Uh-huh. The other reason, I'll tell you these stories, Dave. But then I gotta, I, then I have to lodge a complaint with you. The other reason was like I really had to pee. I just really, really had to pee, and I didn't feel like it was. I didn't feel appropriate, like going into a restaurant just to use the restroom, especially right now and all this uh, with everything going on. I I didn't want to just like duck behind a dumpster and pee anywhere. And so, Dave, you drove away, and I. Whatever logic led to this, I can't really explain. I decided to pee on my own car because I thought that it's better to pee on your own property than other people's. On the steer, on, on the on the tire, <laughs> I or on, like, the on my on, I've peed on the rear passenger side tire of my own car, and I opened the car door to pretend like I was looking for something. I kept oh, ducking Chris. down and looking at the car, looking at my phone. People oh. started approaching, so I was trying to like speed the pee out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason why I, I, I also didn't want to like kill any time looking for a bathroom because it was getting late and I thought the dumpling shop was going to be closed, which it was. <laughs> Kang Kang food mm-hmm. court was closed. You know what? They weren't closed. They just closed to people that urinate on their own car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that's, that's how fast word gets out in the SGV. Hey, there's this big boy Chinese kid. There's a that just peed on his own car. <laughs> Refuse him service ASAP. Like it was John Wick, right? When he got excommunicado, that's basically what happened. <laughs> right. A there, bunch there, of, was a, there was an APB notification popped up. <laughs> yeah, just an Amber Alert. <laughs> yeah, we uh, never got Amber Alert. <laughs> I don't know why. Listen, I'm sure it's not going to make sense to anybody. Does it make sense to you guys at all that no. I peed on my car? Absolutely not. Why the rear tire? 
why the tire? Why don't you just why don't you pee elsewhere, not on the actual car? I was using the car as a stall, like a bathroom stall, just to protect me from view. And <laughs> I don't know. There's no fucking logic. I peed. I like peed into the tire, like into the wheel. Well of the tire. Oh my god! It's just I, I listen. I'll, I'll be honest. I've done that. And wait, and, what? And I won't say when or how or how recently. <laughs> clearly, I've done that. I mean, listen, just clearly. What do you mean clearly? That's not clear like, at all. Yeah, I've done that. That's when you amazing. can't go to the bathroom. And you're driving somewhere, and like for whatever reason, you just can't go. Like recently, I, when I drove to Las Vegas to visit Major Domine Fish, this is the beginning of the pandemic too. Like like four months in, I was I couldn't go in. There was no place to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. so I parked really far away at a uh, you know one of those towns that that is in Las Vegas but has a casino, and um, there was like McDonald's, very crowded, mm-hmm. and I can't you know. I had to park far away near like a trailer, but there's still people within the vicinity. So I had to make it look like I was doing something else, like like <laughs> like vacuuming my car. So yes. but I was I was yes. I was peeing. I was peeing. Yes. Yes. I thank you. I can't tell if it's just you two being very close friends for many, many years, or if this is just like a common occurrence. Like uh, for our listeners, if you if you've had a similar experience of peeing on your own car's tire, please uh, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts <laughs> and let us the know. Simple, the simple solution is Chris was really just trying to pee on his leg because he had a jellyfish wound. <laughs> That's right. There was a, it was one of those land jellyfish. <laughs> right, that right. We all know are plaguing Alhambra right Famously now. Famously prevalent in the San Gabriel Valley of Los Angeles. Listen, I have a lot to talk about peeing and pooing on the road. I don't know if... <laughs> Today is the day to talk about accidents, but I will tell you one of my great, great fears now that I'm in Los Angeles and traffic is now getting worse and worse and worse. And somebody that always needs to have access to bathrooms, hope preferably mine. I'm a little bit like Finch in American Pie. Like I need my own bathroom. Um, <laughs> Finch in American Pie. I am really, I'm really, really scared being stuck in traffic and having to use the bathroom. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Valid, here's the thing, valid like, fear. F1 racers and NASCAR racers, they just pee in their pants. Is that true? Yeah. They just pee in their pants. What? And I'm pretty sure they don't eat anything like the day before, like when they used to wrestle. Like, you don't, you, you know, you just sort of like time things to make sure things don't happen. And I'm sure they're on a schedule. Fine. But I don't, I'm not an F1 racer. <laughs> schedule. You know what's going to be a surprise? If I have to have a number one or number two moment when I'm stuck on the 10 and there's no way I'm getting off it. And mm-hmm. this, is, this scares me. I, I, I'm, I'm preparing for the day that something might happen. And I might have to actually drive off the road. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I mean, like, I'm sure this happens all the time. There are millions and millions and millions of cars on the road in Los Angeles. Every single person poops and pees. How many? Let's let's just throw this out there. What do you think the over and under is per day? Somebody pooing or peeing? Ooh. I bet the I bet the rate of pee, <laughs> peeing or pooing in your pants in a car is probably higher in Los Angeles than any other city in America. Yes, absolutely. Me, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, do I need a pack? Depends in my car. 
Today's episode of the Dave Chang Show is brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, this is product yeah. placement. Not not because you're old and you've lost control of your bowels, because you have no idea when you're going to be stuck in traffic. That yeah. Listen, I've cleaned a lot of diapers now with Hugo. Like I know diapers work. Is <laughs> 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 what I need? <laughs> Uh, diaper technology is incredible. It's I'm just saying it's way. real. If anybody else doesn't have this fear, I think you're lying. Yeah. You've got to be lying. Because here's the thing. In New York, there's always a way out. One of my biggest tricks when I was in New York, and those that are living in New York City, take this free advice. When I was younger, I would join the New York Health Club. Uh, what was it? New York um, Gym and... Fitness, whatever the one. Now there's like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it's the one that was everywhere. Yeah. I would join and I would upgrade to buy the membership that was all over Manhattan, Brooklyn. Oh. Because you can always use the bathroom. Always. Oh. Yeah. That was the main reason. I wasn't a member to become healthy (laughs) physically, (laughs) to work on my cardio and my strength and conditioning. I worked to have a healthy bowel movement. And that's some marketing that these gyms do not tell anybody. That is a life hack for New Yorkers. Don't oh join a gym. God. Don't join a gym to be healthy physically, but to have a healthy bowel move. Yeah. Wonderful marketing device. Access to 237 bathrooms around the New York metropolitan area. That's the best hack of all time. This is also the selling good. point because I went to NYU for undergrad and this is a great selling point for New York University, my alma mater, because there are bathrooms all over Lower Manhattan and, and Brooklyn. If you went to NYU, you could just tap into any NYU building and oh, go to the that bathroom. Get student ID. Get that, that was student ID. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering this, Dave. There's a little bit of a implication when you and I were hanging out last night that when, when our, our quest for food failed, that... You know, oh, we'll just be healthy boys then. We'll, we'll, we'll just skip dinner tonight. No, that I, knew, I knew that. I knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Can I just back up one second? That was important. A very important thing. I won't name the restaurant, but it was on the street. And outdoor seating. There was probably like 20 people in there dining, eating outside. And I was like, I said, I think at least three or four times, why don't we just eat here? Why don't we just mm-hmm. eat here, Chris? And it served Italian food. Mm-hmm. It shall not, will not be named. What was it that made you say, I'm not eating here? I don't want to eat here. People seem to be having a good time. I mean, honestly, yes. that I wanted to go have my own food by myself in my room is really <laughs> what I didn't want to. Because <laughs> Dave was about to give up and be like, let's just get, you know, it was, a, it was. You know what? You know what this guy will never say no to? A chicken parm or meatball parm sandwich. And they definitely had them. They definitely had them. This was not, this is not a uh, high end, you know, it was just. No, it's gonna be garlic bread and spaghetti. I, and I, I want to say it's average. We didn't eat that. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, judge a book by its cover, or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I wasn't looking like this is gonna be. It was just like gonna be solid fare. I I saw nothing wrong with it, and I knew something was weird. I knew it when this guy just was like walks up to the menu and he looks at it. He's like, nah, no. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> this is everything that we want. So continuing on this uh, this true crime documentary, which is the Christine Kellogg Experience <laughs> Part Two. Um, Chris, what did you actually do that night? Well, I want to know. I mean, so Dave, did you skip dinner? No, I went home and I had yukdejang, which has yukdejang, <laughs> and, and which is a spicy beef biscuit stew. And I popped it in the microwave for two minutes. And this is how lazy I am. It needed another thirty minutes, but I couldn't wait. 
30 I should have popped. I, I, once I tasted, once I tasted it, and I, here's the thing, I hit it. I could have taken the whole core container. There's three quarters of it left. Uh-huh. I took half of it. Well, clearly, I wanted to eat the whole thing, but yep. I didn't want to look like such a fat so. So I only mm-hmm. took three quarters of it, and I left enough of the yuke jong, spicy yuke jong, just enough where nobody would ever be like, well, that's enough to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could maybe get like a big great coon spoon's worth, or maybe yeah. two. Like, yeah. you get two bites. It wouldn't be enough for Hugo to eat. I get but I, for my own, for my own pride, I was like, I didn't eat it all. Yeah, yeah. This is what I am with with a pint of ice cream, a hundred percent. Every every time there's a pint of ice cream in our freezer, Jamie comes out and she holds it up to me and she's like, "Who was gonna eat this?" <laughs> Three bites of ice cream. What are you really trying Who to was prove? Gonna eat this, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, it wasn't me. I mean, you're technically the last person that's going to eat it, and that's un, that's enough for me. As I said, and many many times, if I was a lawyer, I'm okay winning on technicalities. I don't care. I'm winning. It's just, it's I don't like, care. It's, it's it's musical chairs. You know? Whoever's caught with the last bite ate the whole thing. I wasn't me. So I have. I took the leftovers that I didn't eat, but I, I got for Grace and Hugo. And I made sure that there was just enough to show that I was being generous in my leftover. <laughs> and, and, okay. and I put it in a bowl and I microwaved it for two minutes and I took it out and I tasted the center. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I should have put this in an any day, but I wasn't thinking because I would have gotten any, I needed a cover on it, but I just put it in a bowl and it needed another at least 30 seconds. But I was so lazy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't wait. Also, I, w- I didn't want to make any more noise. And if I was mm-hmm. more silent, I think I probably would have made more food. Mm-hmm. But I had to hide. I feel so guilty all the time about the consumption <laughs> post 9 p.m. Yeah. And you're, you're a Jedi-level eating hider. Yeah, this is this is a true skill that I have. But before, I, I wanted to say one thing about not just hiding food. If anybody else can relate to this, I try to meditate. I try to practice a lot more things that I used to study when I was younger. And I find that at least mindfulness, my best form of mindfulness in my life, practicing mindfulness, is the microwave countdown. <laughs> <laughs> watching the countdown. <laughs> I don't do anything else. I can't multitask. I can't look at my phone, especially when it gets down to like a minute. Right. It has my undivided attention. I'm zoned out in the world. Time stops. It's like I took ayahuasca or acid or something. And those that know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Just time stops. It's almost like the snooze button sleep. When you snooze and you're like, wow, that was only five minutes. I felt like I was sleeping like two hours. That kind of weird time gap. Right around like 90 seconds, I'm in the zone. No matter what, it's almost like time stops and I'm there. I'm one with the microwave and I am counting down. And it's important because it reminds me, this is the closest to Nirvana that I'll ever have in my life. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds you to be present. It reminds me of present because I'm like, wow, it is possible to not have a thousand things on my mind. I'm doing something. I'm present. I'm mostly present <laughs> to only have one thing mic- on your mind. <laughs> yeah. It's the microwave countdown. And especially when it goes down, listen, you got to stop it at two seconds or three seconds. Yeah. Because you can't have the beep going off. So right. I, I know you're making, I know you're, you're, 
you've got dreams of making your own microwave. And if I can make a request of you, because I think I know where you're going with this, would be a mute button because I mm. cannot, the beep, beep, beep is an alarm to the rest of your household that you're eating something. It's accusatory. It's saying, I'm eating now. Yeah. If a microwave was a being, I have given microwave, the microwave, all forms of microwave, microwave blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> because you stop it at two seconds. <laughs> that is the perfect <laughs> metaphor <laughs> for, for this maneuver. Never, never, never once has a microwave ever come Reached to completion, completion. <laughs> on the time. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. There's never been any premature microwave Listen, finishing ever. Ain't no microwaves in my house having uh, an orgasm uh, either, man. Because because no, when my no. when the microwave goes, it's off, almost like I'm a I'm a, like a weird dominatrix to my microwave. It's just like I take six plus. We're like, sorry, it's two seconds. You're done. Nope. You have a BDSM relationship with your microwave. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Because and I'm like, I put I put in a gag, and so I was like, shh, don't you ever. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't let anybody know we're doing this. Shh. <laughs> it's such an abusive relationship with your microwave. I get it, dude. Because when that when that beeper goes off, it might as well just be programmed to be like Grace, Grace, Grace. He's eating again. He's eating. Yeah. I'm putting on weight. I'm putting on weight. Okay. <laughs> Microwave is a fucking snitch, man. Yeah, yeah the microwave is a fucking snitch. Snitches dude. get I'm stitches. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's like when I make a microwave and I will, guess what? I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a silent feature. Silent yeah. mode yeah. is crucial. I don't want the, everybody knows, hey, big boys getting fatter. <laughs> I don't want the world to know that. That feature alone, I mean, this is gonna be a bestseller. You need a little pager, just a little pager that tells me alone that the yeah, microwave is going. Yeah. So until that ha- until that happens, I own you, microwave. <laughs> <laughs> you do as I say, and you better you stop it at two seconds all the time. <laughs> never ever ever reach zero in my life. You will never ever do it. Not on my watch. Oh my god, microwave blue balls is incredible. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's just like, it is my uh, nirvana. It is true. I'm not even joking you. <laughs> when I meditate truly in the mornings and I don't get to do it too much in the afternoon, I'm like, man, I have so many things. I can't just get the clutter out of my head. But when I watch the microwave countdown, 90 seconds down, I'm like, wow, I'm having zero. There's nothing. It's the most calm I am in my life. <laughs> well, because it's life or death, man. If you let that go to zero, you're dead. Yeah. You're caught. You're dead. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Can we interrogate that really quickly? Because I'm a bachelor, I live alone. 
I do not have any shame in microwaving anything. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm pretty sure I microwaved something at like 1 a.m. last night. Why do you guys feel ashamed of eating late at night? Past 9 p.m. is the cutoff you said. Listen, I almost prefer to have people in my life, roommates, whatever, to prevent me from eating like a total animal, like a lost boy that has never seen food before. You know, it's like you do the most disgusting things of all time. Like, you're like, yeah, who cares? Nothing. There's no repercussions. Who's watching? What's that line in that Robinson dance in the corner with no one watching? It's like, yeah, you're eating in the corner with nobody watching. Like, you're going to eat some <laughs> weird things and do things weird that nobody's ever going to allow you to do if somebody's with you or living with you. So that's why I really appreciate my nine o'clock snacking time when Grace is in bed, Hugo's sleeping. And I almost go back to like my bachelor period, right? Because mm-hmm. when I was at line cooking a lot, I was pretty drunk and you go to bed, but you're always getting pizza. And I've seen some of the grossest ways of eating pizza that I've all, all I've adopted. You know, my college roommate used to take chicken wings, buffalo wings, strip them off with his fingers, and then put them on the pizza. And it was sausage pepperoni with black olives. Oh, my right? God. And then he would roll it up and then dip it. He'd ask for a cup of blue cheese and a cup of ranch, oh. not just the tiny ones. Because where we go, it was campus pizza, they would have the bigger things. They pay the fifty God. cents extra, and then he would dip it, rolled up in in oh. in it, and then eat it. And I remember watching this, being like, "That is disgusting." And sure <laughs> enough, who adopted that? I have. <laughs> that is you disgusting. Don't do that. I I cannot wait till I'm alone. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that with anybody else around you. Yeah, you just I mean, don't. That, that is like, that's, that's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, but awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> here's what I was going to complain about. You know, I'm I'm part of the the hide yourself school. Like I'm all about hiding. I don't know when when this will air, but w- whenever we did the the Christian caloric experience, I was betrayed. I was betrayed by my brother here because all of my <laughs> dirty dark secrets were aired uh, for all to see, and I didn't even think about this at the time, Dave. But I was uh, I was awoken yesterday morning by a barrage of text messages from my wife who Mm. had listened to our episode, who had listened to the Christian caloric experience, who is, who is in fact married to the Christian caloric experience. (laughs) And I got a barrage of text messages that said, dude, what the fuck? You did not tell me how much you ate last weekend. A single text message that just said gross, (laughs) <laughs> is the gout thing for real? I'm making you a wellness check appointment at the doctor. Uh, this is why, I mean, Isaac, you asked like, why hide? Honestly, for that reason. <laughs> because like, I for actually, that reason. I don't want my wife to think I'm disgusting or to know I'm disgusting. That's terrible. I, yes. I, I'm, I, hold on. I'm, I'm just thinking of the Cypress Hill song, Insane in the Membrane. Fat okay. boy on a diet, don't try it. I'll check your ass like a looter in a riot. My shirt's fat like a sumo, slamming that ass. And I don't know why, Chris, but that's the image that popped into my head with you getting caught by your wife and whatever you ate and defiling yourself in your hotel room that I oh. can't wait for the world. Because how much trouble are you going to be in? 
if your wife is already texting you that you are gross and then you need to do this, this, and this, how, honestly, how pissed off was she? She was legitimately upset about this. <laughs> like, I, I hey, think- I, I, Isaac, yeah. can you agree that we need to have Jamie as our On this next podcast? guest? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100% without and a shadow of a doubt. all the listeners out there, we need to write in, mail in, write it in right now. Yes. Next podcast guest, Chris Ying's partner, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People want to know the caloric experience. That's fine. When I get kicked out of this house, I, you guys warm up your couches for me because that's where hey, I'm Hey, listen, drive up to Portland. You Come mean, on. You mean, you mean rolled out of your house? <laughs> <laughs> God damn, dude. Let's uh, love. Well, first of all, Jamie, I know you're listening to this. Thank you for listening to this show. I had no idea that <laughs> yeah, you listened. Five stars. Uh, yeah, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I mean, she's just worried for your health, right? Like that's that's the main thing, and you don't want her to worry. So wait, what day was this sort of uh, stern talking to you got from your wife? How many days ago was it? Well, so the podcast came out yesterday, and she texted me first thing in the morning, which it touched my heart that she listened to our podcast first. Yeah, thing in first the thing in the morning. I mean, that's but it was very first thing in the morning. And I know, listen, we, we had uh, we're shooting TV. We had some junk food, and we had some hamburgers and some French fries. I tried to burn it off by working out, and then we hit some the golf balls, and then went to bed. I had some uh, spicy Korean beef brisket stew with a little bit of rice and some kimchi. And then I definitely ate some cheese. And then I went to bed and I I moved. This is how, me hiding. I moved the bread from where the bread normally is to another part of the kitchen. Why? Because <laughs> I'm trying to hide. There's no reason for it. I just thought about it. I was like, wait. I was just trying to like hide the bread in, in plain sight. I don't know what's wrong with me. But that's, that's my own neuroses. So your wife, Jamie, gave you a stern talking to you in the morning. Yeah. And how quickly did you forget this warning? Um, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> because what did you actually eat last night? So you said yesterday she gave you the stern talking to. You. All right. So after I left Dave, I tried to get dumplings because I had the dream of, you know, perching them on my belly and eating them like Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> my dream was dashed by Kang Kang Food Court being closed. I started browsing immediately opened my delivery apps to figure out what could deliver it to my hotel room. I <laughs> tried to speed home to beat the nine 30 cutoff for orders at a bunch of restaurants. I missed it by two minutes. Ugh. So I, I pulled into a Walgreens parking lot, went inside and got a box of Swedish fish. <laughs> Uh, what while else I was ordering? What, what, what else? What else? That's, did you no, no, buy no, that's it. Bull, I just bought. BS, I just BS, bought. BS. I just, no, 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 no. Did you, I, you bought I, a DiGiorno's microwaveable <laughs> pizza or something like that too? Uh, I looked. At did them, you buy some? Oh, you probably I bought some. Andy, at, I, I, Andy I Cap. At, Andy, you, Andy, very specific. Andy Caps hot fries. No, I looked at the <laughs> microwaveable food and then I was like, I don't have a microwave in my room. <laughs> So that was did that you, was what was stopping you. Did you did you ask the person at Walgreens if they could reheat up your Murray Curry's chicken you know, pot pie? You know what's <laughs> fucked up is like, you know what's fucked up is they did have a bunch of like instant ramen at the at the checkout counter, and I was like, I wonder if they would heat that up for me. <laughs> 
like, I'm not going to do that. It was like 9.45 in, in, in a pharmacy. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But I did order f- food on my phone as I was walking the aisles looking for Swedish fish. And uh, uh, God, I ordered, I ordered a roast chicken from Zanku and a Lula kebab sandwich. Nice. I ordered a side of rice. I forgot to order garlic sauce. Oh, like an idiot. Whoa. Like a fucking Whoa. idiot. Uh, Isaac, can you explain to everybody that's not from Southern California what it's like going against the Dread Private Roberts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, what an idiot. What an idiot. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you it's have like, Zanku? It's literally like booing LeBron James, like telling me he sucks. It's like, what? No, it's like going to 7-Eleven and ordering and, and buying a huge 82-ounce Big Gulp and then just filling it with water out of the yeah. soda. <laughs> you know what? That's the more apt <laughs> metaphor. That's the most apt metaphor. I mean, I can't believe you did that. What a boneheaded move, man. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right. That's- this is post-urination too, right? Like you're, you, you're, your pee's out of the system. You're thinking straight. The garlic sauce is something that I would even say, like, if I was imagining if you had it, if it was by yourself sitting on the bed, just eating this chicken like you were um, in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the, the the Gondor uh, yeah. king. The steward no, of Gondor. No, he's not the king. The steward, the steward of Gondor. Because <laughs> there's only one true king. God, okay? this is so fucking dorky. It's a long line of stewards, okay? <laughs> Boromir was supposed to take over, but he died unnecessarily. Oh, my God. <laughs> what I was about to say is I could imagine Chris. There's that scene in Billy Madison where the kindergarten teacher just puts the glue all over her face. <laughs> Chris, the, the garlic sauce is so good that he could just put the garlic all over his face. Exfoliate. By himself. Yeah. That's what you could have done and should have done, but you didn't. You missed out the most important thing. But you did get me. On the steward of Gondor image, because here's the problem, guys. I didn't get any utensils, oh. so I ate a I ate a chicken and rice and hummus with my hands, just with my bare hands, <laughs> watching watching Captain America: Civil War on my iPad, just eating rice with my hands and. and and chicken, just like tearing it off the off off the thing. And uh, uh, you know what I've done before you. in a hotel. You know what I've done? Been reduced to. Can I get a pen from the another pen from the <laughs> front desk? Chopsticks. You, yeah, you rip out the pen. You know, you just make it a hollow tube. You got chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, 100%. tell me that you you have to do that. No, it's genius. It's actually yeah. a genius move. Yeah. Just use two pens for chopsticks to eat your food. You know why? Eating by yourself is survival, man. It's very serious stuff. You gotta be if you're gonna be a real ninja. If you're gonna be left alone in the wilderness, this is stuff that you have to master. Everything can be utensil. Everything. Uh, (laughs) I was. It was. It was some medieval time shit. It was primal. I'm embarrassed about it now, but I was so fucking. You could have gotten like the. You could have done the paper and turned that into a scoop. You know, from the, from the, from the, like the, the, yeah, you could have just turned that under scope. I could have. You could (laughs) have. But you just, but you just did what my son does sometimes. You just put your face into the food. (laughs) I, I, I held the rice, rice container in my hand and put my mouth over it and just used my hand to, to, to scoop and deliver, scoop and deliver into my mouth. And I'll tell you what, 
Uh, it must have been awesome. Must have been awesome. Uh, it was fucking awesome. And I, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, like those cartoons where like a, a wolf will like put a whole chicken in its mouth and like pull it out and it's just the bones left. Like that's yeah. what happened last night because I, like, I ate pieces of chicken that you guys have never even heard of. <laughs> just every nook and cranny of that bird went down real nice. It's uh, like you dropped the it's like you dropped the bird in like a Tom and Jerry's like vat of acid and it just came out yeah, like a I dropped it into, into dip <laughs> from like in rush. Yeah, it just came out. It's just pure bone. Oh hi Ruby. Oh. Oh Ru- Ruby, I'm sorry you. that you your dad you is Ruby. Yeah, you don't don't save your ears, Ruby. I'll be done in a little bit, okay? Just the the look of disappointment on my daughter's eyes. <laughs> oh my god. So you did that. How, how how come we can't eat that way in, f- in front of our partners? I don't know. I thought I was thinking about that a little bit. I mean, what, what is well, it? I got, number one, number one, you know why it's disgusting. Yes. But yes. it doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's wrong. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And in a world where we're trying to expand the definition of beauty, I think it's a beautiful thing. What you did, Chris. Mm. <laughs> Raw dogging an entire chicken and rice and hummus. <laughs> no, you have no utensils. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, it may be beautiful, but as sure as shit isn't sexy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to have a third baby after you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, do you think most people hide things? I mean, yes, clearly, but let's just start with the eating. You think our issues of hiding things from our significant others is an issue that other partners or couples have. Huh. I'm thinking I'm thinking about other couples. Like do you I, think do you think David Beckham hides eating things from Posh Spice? No. I don't think David Beckham hides eating things from Posh Spice, but I think we all eating is just our our vice, right? But I'm sure David Beckham hides vices. You know, he, he maybe he hides his Pokemon Go playing for, for <laughs> spice. I don't know what it is, but like, it's not like hiding cigarette smoking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is in a way. It is kind I'm of. I'm specifically in a way. just saying this: Do people hide just food? Like everybody, would they hide food? Well, like one of the things that Chris and I ate for lunch were what during our break yesterday of filming. They were like, a, oh yeah. Poke bowls, but not. They were like this new thing that I don't know if I've ever seen before. Like it was like a poke rice and salad all mashed yeah. together type of thing. But it wasn't. I, I don't know what it was. I looked at it. I looked at Chris. I was like, "This looks terrible." <laughs> and then I ate most of it. Yeah. Wow. I ate most of it. I ate most of the salad. I didn't eat any of the salad. I ate all the 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 the, the, the salmon and it's like sweet sake glaze type of thing and all the crunchy bits that were fried. And I've been trying to what I should be doing is eating everything else but that. And then I realized like I told Chris, this looks bad. I'm not gonna eat this. I'll just pick at this. <laughs> I had to hide I had to hide it in front of the guy that's literally right in front of me. I had to hide it. And like I did what a lot of people do. I would imagine I'm trying to find more food to make it look like I didn't eat whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. I just ate. And then mm-hmm. I crumpled up the napkin. I put it in and I put another fork in there. Okay. And I fluffed so up right the box. there, right there is a move that I recognize when I saw you do that. Cause as soon as I'm done with something, I put my napkin right on top of it as soon as I can to cover up what is well, in that's the a classic, classic big boy move. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? That's Cover like, come on, man. That's like stealing first base in baseball. You learn that immediately. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a jab, it's like a jab, jab for boxers. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> <It's> like, 
This is Big Boy 101. <laughs> sure. But wh- wh- why do you, I mean, because I did the same thing. You and I were eating, the, we, we had a parallel experience in front of one another. We're like, oh, this looks terrible. <laughs> and then hide it. But like, why do you think you we hide this stuff? That's what I'm asking. I was like, why was I even hiding it? Who cares? <laughs> We might need to we might need to consult a psychologist behind this because the the thing also about you two Dave Chang and Chris Ying respectively is that both of you work in food professionally so eating should it's part of your job like there's actually very few things about attached to food that you should be ashamed about but as I was I'm like hiding it to myself fine hiding it in front of Chris like I don't care. Why am I? Why are we hiding it from our wives? Yeah, yeah. the most intimate people in your life. Yeah, they've already seen everything. Yeah, they've already heard every possible noise from your body and yeah. thing from your body. Why? Why are they like? It's not like they don't know. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with us? What's wrong? Has anyone else that's listening have this issue, or is it just localized with these two weirdos that you're listening to? <laughs> Because Isaac's like, if you look at his face or anything. I have no idea. What <laughs> I have never experienced such an emotion in my life. No, I'm I'm, I'm so curious, Dave. I, I I would love to hear what listeners have to say about this. If, if this is... Uh, yeah. If there are any psychologists listening or, or even therapists or psychiatrists, we would love to know what you think causes... The shame. And, 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 and again, we need the psychology and, and pathos of microwave blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in the rest yeah. of Dave Chang's life that he feels like he needs to lord this over his microwave? <laughs> I own you. That so he has to have a, a dom-sub relationship uh, with his, his microwave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what, did, what did we even talk about in this episode, man? We were uh, supposed to do a moif. We were supposed to do a my yeah, opinion. This is a moif episode. That's certainly not what happened. Yeah. Well, give us one topic. <laughs> what about what about when we're talking about things about our spouses mm-hmm. hiding? Now, I don't know if a lot of people will be able to relate to hiding food. In fact, I'd be shocked. I'd be really shocked if we hit more than like, you know, 10% of our audience. You know what I mean? Because like clearly. Someone like Isaac represents a lot of people. And they're like, you're just a weirdo. Okay, I, I get that. <laughs> These may be an anomaly of neurosis-like things. But I do know one thing that people hide. And everybody that is in a committed relationship, married or not, but they're partners for many, many years. Doesn't matter which gender, same gender, same sex, doesn't matter. This for sure is farting and pooing. But specifically <laughs> pooing. People hide that. Yeah. People hide pooing. I mean, you can't tell me, but like, well, no, I don't. No, you, you're lying if you say you don't. Mm-hmm. Everybody, at least when they first started dating, has clearly hid the poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think that's pretty universal. I, I hid farting for years. Jamie and I had lived together for years before I had to have like a sit-down discussion with her. And I had to say... I think that there's a a real dishonesty <laughs> to our relationship that I hide these the secret from you. She's like, well, what, what are you talking about? And, and I was like, I, I just think that it's time that I fart in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took forever. I mean, I definitely hid that. 
Chris, it's very funny to me that that you started off the conversation being like, "I've been hiding something from you." Yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta. What is it? What, it's it's not over promise under deliver. It's it's whatever it is. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you got it right. Over promise under deliver. Yeah, especially when you're saying something bad. You did. You never had that. Do you ever do that, Dave? Where you uh, you raise the expectation. <laughs> you raise the expectation of something bad just so that the thing you actually have to say is a little. <laughs> Doesn't feel I as need bad you to sit down for this. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me yeah. to understand that because it's not something I do like once or twice. It's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> Every conversation with Grace. <laughs> that is Where, my relationship. I mean, uh, can you pinpoint when you and Grace reached a uh, detente on pooping? I, when I was trying to get healthier and I limited, uh, I just wanted to test stuff out and I start, stopped eating carbs. I was eating mostly like just vegetables and and fish. And just like during COVID, I was just so bored. You just test things out. You know what I mean? I was just like, whatever. And then there was a, like a, a week where she's like, you're not farting at all. I'm like, wow, maybe I am gluten intolerant. Maybe I am lactose intolerant. Maybe I'm all these things. And she's like, yeah. I just wanted you to know that. I'm like, wow, I must fart all the time. <laughs> <laughs> in order for her to notice the absence, it just it meant the presence of it was very strong to begin with. She was yeah. like the only. <laughs> she was like a lifelong New Yorker who moved to the countryside and was like, "It's too quiet. I can't sleep here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 something that I was like, I'm not kidding you. It's not even just being healthier to eat healthier. I was like. Well, if that makes my wife happier, then I, this is another reason why I should sort of not totally admit, but like really curtail the consumption of these things. Because it's like, well, it makes Grace happier. Then great. It's not even about health. It's happiness. Mm. Yeah. No, so, yeah. I, I, I actually think like, I actually think that that's the key for me. The reason why I hide it is because I know that Jamie would be happier if I ate better, if I was healthier, if I lost weight. And I just feel like I'm betraying her. <laughs> like I'm not doing everything I can to make you happy by by eating like a monster. I do think though that dating, when you're first like beginning to see somebody, there's no farting and there's no pooing. Absolutely. Doesn't yeah. happen. On both ends. Doesn't happen. Whichever gender. Yeah. At least for me, like, but I could imagine New York Times or like the Atlantic or some other podcast network doing a whole series about pooing in relationships because you could there's just endless stories <laughs> endless a lot of hijinks and I have them and I don't know if today's the day we start talking about accidents or embarrassing moments and poo um, it is a food podcast and this is what happens after you eat so this is a full yeah, cycle of life yeah, of food yeah. so maybe we will but we'd like to hear maybe some of your famous poo stories in relationships first we could call it love craftually yeah, you guys go first. Send us your best poo stories when you've started dating your partner, and we will share them anonymously. And then people for every for every ten stories we share, we'll each share one of ours. And I have a lot of them. Okay, okay. I'm All down right. for this. I'm 100 percent down for this. But I'm imagining, I'm imagining somebody who's like, 
oh, my friend told me about this Dave Chang show. I'm going to go check out their <laughs> I, iTunes iPod page and check out the reviews. And it's just going to be a bunch of people being like, oh, I took a shit on a dog. Like, oh, God. <laughs> my submission for Lovecraftually is... Plus, why do you always have to bring it to bestiality? Yeah, <laughs> why, yeah what, is, what is this? Let's, let's analyze weirdo, this part weirdo, of you. Weirdo. You know what? Let's take... You know, that's for another episode. I got, I got secrets too, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Just so we're clear, I don't have any bestiality related secrets. Come on, man. Like when you read like uh like the Cosmopolitan or 17 and they talk about like sexual escapades, blah, 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 and they're like funny little blurbs. That's all we're mm-hmm. asking for. I'm yeah. not, we're not yeah, yeah, asking yeah. for anything other than really funny poo stories when you started dating your partner. That's yeah. what we want to know. Cause guess what? You're lying. If you don't have one, <laughs> you are absolutely lying if you don't. And I'm all, I'll tell you this. Uh, I think, having talked to my other friends, all of the stuff most people can't remember. Most people can't remember hiding these things or when it became acceptable to then do it. But I will tell you for sure, not just in my relationship with Grace, but other friends that when they have kids after birth, after oh, you yeah. see that process, then it's like, then all bets are off. 100%. Everything is on the table now. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Like, there's literally nothing you can't say that, you know, there's nothing. No, once, so then there's, it's, there's well, how do you go back? How do you, how do you walk back from that? You can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I know we've had children together. I know we've seen every single thing a human can see. But you know what? I think we should stop farting in front of each other. <laughs> but it's, yeah, but it's also like not only that, like you're cleaning poo constantly. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. So it's just like you sort of become desensitized to it. I'd like to know is like how many couples just like keep it like it doesn't happen. Mm. Doesn't exist. Mm. So that's another question I have. Do you know anybody that it's like you walk in and it's like something you know should be part of the conversation yeah. still isn't part of their lives. Seems like a seems like a Herculean effort. Every day is like a first date in their relationship, even though they may be married like 25 years. <laughs> it's like it's like being it's like being married to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a dark secret <laughs> that I'll never reveal even to my spouse uh, for her own protection. <laughs> <laughs> they will only to find out that their partner goes poo when they're stuck in an LA traffic jam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What? Uh, they go poo? How did this food podcast evolve into this? I can't. Evolve. Ev- evolve. Evolve. Right, 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 right. Sure, sure, sure. Well, guys, I don't know what happened. We were supposed to do a my opinion as fact, but we wound up talking about the Christian caloric experience part de, and part uh, uh, microwave blue balls. And <laughs> that's still the um, funniest thing from this episode. <laughs> and uh, hiding, hiding, eating, um, which I think is a quite normal thing. And then uh, um, pooing in front of your partner and, and farting. There, we did it. Great stuff. We made a podcast. We went when no podcast has ever gone before. It's like we hit. The, we just hit the Powerball of podcast topics. <laughs> we might. We, we just might. Have. So has a big, if you got a bingo card at home and you were waiting for talking about hiding about poo, this is your lucky day. Congratulations, man. Give us five stars on our iPod page. Give us stories about pooing when you started dating your partner. 
and give us stories if you know somebody that they don't ever talk about these things. Yeah. It doesn't even exist. Let's use let's start using the iPod page, the Dave Chang iPod page as your confessional booth. Please just start telling us yeah. the secrets that you've been keeping from your partner It's forever. anonymous. Who's going to know? We are replacing Roman Catholicism. You can confess oh to God, us. I would love if I would love if the Dave Chang show iTunes iPod podcast rating page was just a confessional booth. Let's just do this wow. people. This is how we're going to this is actually how we're lo- this is a long play to get to the JFK assassination on the <laughs> Grassy <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find the answer. We're actually all FBI informants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>